I want to talk about something. I want to talk about respect in a relationship. Oh, we're going to talk about relationships. Yes, that's what we're going to do, Austin. This is about to be fire. <laughs> Especially because we're going to have some bourbons and I've had so much sushi. <laughs> That was a lot. That was a lot of sushi. It was. Uh, Shout out to fucking Sakura, thirteen or fifteen or you want nineteen, whatever it is. If you need sponsored, uh, <laughs> if you need a sponsor, we're available. We have an open spot for advertising. We just dropped one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> We'd probably drop one hundred twenty more <laughs> in a few few weeks. It was one hundred twenty dollars, but it was probably three four hundred dollars worth of sushi, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's the thing. That they had three, every roll was half price. Three ninety nine, three ninety five rolls. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, we had what twelve rolls plus all the salmon, drinks. Yeah, appetizers. Yeah, I want to try their sake. Mm. If their sushi's that good, it's gotta be good, bro. So what about respect? Let's Do you not feel like you're respected? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm not talking about mine at all. You're not, ta- oh, <laughs> you're saying no, no, I'm not respected at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Actually, dude, okay, so I think, okay, and this is me, and I'm going to omit names and shit from anybody that I mentioned this evening. Because I think in my relationship, except for my wife, obviously, I'm not going to omit that name because she's in the other room. I feel like in the spectrum of relationships, I feel like there's a line, right? And that line is where you can go from joking around and you know okay you know we have a good time and blah 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 and then it crosses into like almost an acceptable level of disrespect Mm -hmm. right and it's like it's like the level of which you accept the disrespect from your partner right because like you've entered into this relationship together yeah right and so you're like okay well that's my partner you know they're being disrespectful but it comes from a good place so i'm okay with it right and see like for me like if here's the middle right this is your average level of like everyone kind of you know jokes around with their wife you yeah, know yeah. the guy's like ah the old ball and chain you know and then the girl's like oh my old man you know he doesn't know anything about blah 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 you know like i feel like my lady's trip to nashville tennessee right so like i'm if that's the middle i'm more conservative okay right and not because i'm a bible thumper or anything like that like i'm just i'm one of the people like I don't like being disrespected at all. And I feel like if I don't want to be disrespected and I would never let anyone disrespect my wife, then I have to hold myself to my own standard. Mm. Right. So my standard is I would never walk in and like even joking around be like, ah, you're fat and you need to lose weight, you know? Yeah. But like, I know some people who would just be like, ah, you know, look at this one, you know, I only fuck one fat bitch. She's in the house. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like it's like acceptable for guys to talk about that. And like for me, like it's so odd. Because to me, I would never do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh I guess like for me, I see it comes from them not loving themselves. You think so? Either. Yeah. You think it's an internal thing that they're Yeah, because like kind of what's inside is reflected out in your relationship. And if you don't value yourself as like they internal dialogue is much worse than that fat bitch mm. and it's like constant and so that fat bitch is not as bad as 
what they're actually thinking. Actually, everything that they tell themselves every day mm-hmm. and their shill or their game. God, I just shame and guilt. <laughs> shilt? Shilt. That's a new term. A new term. Shilt. Shame Shilting. and guilt. I'm shilting. Shilting. <laughs> so all this uh, shame and guilt that's built up in them, they are, that internal dialogue is so much worse than they have the partner but I, I mean like i don't even you're talking about their internal dialogue towards themselves, themselves or towards yeah. their partner towards themselves okay and, and it doesn't happen until their partner starts treating them worse than they treat themselves hmm. and i think and i think that's why a lot of people stay in abusive relationships because they don't even treat themselves as well as their partner who's unfortunately treating them as poorly as an abusive relationship now that's an extreme example All right of course um and I really side with you on the, like, treating somebody right. Like, I'm not going to bring up gossip to another person um, about my relationship or even, like, talk bad about my partner because, mm-hmm. like, I guess for me and my dad always said is, like, the number one thing you have to have in a relationship is respect. Absolutely. If you don't have respect, everything else fails. Right. And see, to, to piggyback on that, and I think, I think it's tough. Because, you know, I mean, what, what did I say earlier in, in the podcast with Lauren Rathick? Number one of the number one things is honesty and communication, mm-hmm. right? How can you be honest and communicate with someone you don't respect? Oh, 100%. Right? So, like, like if I don't respect you, you don't respect me, I'm not going to open up and tell you stuff that you could then turn around and throw in my face, you know? Yeah. The next time we're, you know, ragging on each other, even though it's all in good fun. Yeah. You know? Well, and then you internalize it, and then you you are ready to kick back at them for the next thing that they do or anything that they're out of line for. Mm. But they, but then it's like, then the relationship continues to go on because you're not being true to each other, mm. and everything's fake. So hey, it's just a joke. It's not real. Don't get upset about it. Even though I called you fat, that's not now. That's not real. But I think the really cool part that you and Lauren have built is this grounds of being able to communicate your desires and like be explicit with what you want to talk about and like um, your dreams, ambitions, or things that are mm-hmm. wrong. And now if that person was to say, hey, I want to talk to you about something important, there's no dialogue for that now. Right. Because you can't even talk about that stuff. Right. Because then like, how do you know when they're being serious? How do you know whenever they're being facetious? You don't know. Yeah. And then how do you know that they're not going to turn around when they brought something up that they, that's actually bothering them big. Oh, I was, you know, I I don't really mean that. Mm -hmm. I just said that because I was, you know, felt a little insecure and, you know, maybe I'm a little off today, even though deep down inside, they know they want to talk about it. Right. Right. And so I think that thing manifests in a relationship that it's like that big, elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about yeah and it's just going to become this bigger elephant the more things you add to it whether it's bank accounts house Mm. kids you know and and i think it starts easy when you're dating and it becomes more difficult when you're married but the more you just allow that other thing to take up space in your relationship now there's no space to connect with each other because right. you're completely distant and the respect is right, the thing that i mean at that there. point there's a certain level of confusion even like of mm-hmm. like when are they being serious when are they not when are they 
being truthful, you know, yeah. like, I mean, how can you know? Yeah, you can't because because you don't trust them. Right. Respect and trust, I think, are two things. It's like the <laughs> like if you're going to play, <laughs> if you're going to play bowling and you're using the bumpers. Respect is one side and, <laughs> right. you know, trust is the other. And, you know, it doesn't matter how terrible the situation is around your relationship. Trust and respect bounce communication back and forth until you figure out the issue of your dude you snowball that into the greatest analogy i was like where the fuck are you going with bowling <laughs> you're like this <laughs> oh my god this dude done drink too much he had two bourbons <laughs> he's like all right they are very strong though. put some thc in the <laughs> and then i started talking to myself for four hours <laughs> we should have brought that bottle up here yeah you need a fucking refiller Nah, that's a, I mean, that's a really good conversation because uh, I never brought that up before. And, um, and I, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess, like, I want to kind of throw this at you, too, because I see, like, a lot of people that get in relationships mm-hmm. wanting one of two things. And I hate texting for this reason. And I know I call you <laughs> most of the time. Like, most of our communication is calling, which I appreciate. Yeah, because I answer the fucking phone. And you appreciate because, like, if if it's important, we're going to call each other. Yeah. And if it's, like, you know, if we're just catching up on something or, like, hey, I got to text you something important, here it is. Yeah. Um, But, like, I see all these people in new relationships and they, like, want this person to constantly text them back. Why? I don't get it. And then... Or if the like people that I potentially see as partners, they're like, why don't you text me back quicker? Why do you want to do that? I, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, I feel like it's a form of control. You know what I mean? I think so. I think it, it, it's a form of control, definitely. But I, I think it's a, it's not harmless, but it's not the highest or most sincere form of control either like like someone could be doing that and not realize they're being controlling yeah yeah that's true so like you almost have to put awareness to it you know well and it's kind of tricky too because then it becomes oh i just wish they'd communicate with me more oh i don't know how they feel about this relationship and then it's like a, a it's a slide to say i i need them to do what I want them to do. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know. But then I also mean, on I, the other side, I don't get when somebody completely ignores you for two or three days either. That's what I was going to say. I mean, like, it's within reason, right? If I don't get back to you for an hour because I'm at work or I'm doing something or I'm on the phone or I'm talking to one of my buddies or something, yeah. okay, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Right? If we're in the middle of a conversation and it's pretty serious and everything and then you ghost me for two days, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it, there's a bit of give and take. And I, I think I think you just, you have to set realistic expectations. And I, it's so, you know what's crazy to me, piggybacking off of this, is that people don't feel like they can talk to their significant others or their yeah, partners. Partner. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, I guess if you want to go with the bowling analogy, it's like trying to play bowling without the bowling ball. <laughs> you gotta get down there. You know what I'm saying? It's a like, those pins, but I'm not sure how we're going. Right, you're like, oh, I can't talk to her. You know, <laughs> she just she just cries. It's like there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. 
There's a massive, massive problem there. If you cannot have a serious conversation. And, and it's with, and that's the thing. It's like, it's with both of you. It's yeah. not about her or him or the relationship. It's each other that's manifesting in the relationship to cause these problems. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, when there's a problem in a relationship, it's like, how can I show up better in the relationship? And how can we as a team make the relationship better or into a what to what we want to be right because that, that's the that's the thing that drives me crazy is when people come to me and they're like you know i wish my girlfriend would communicate with me more or communicate more mm -hmm. and i'm like what does more mean to you how do you define that? Right, what's your what's your expectation yeah did you tell her when you want her to communicate with you? yeah and like is you know hey i would love to if I text you during the day, just text me back at night so I know everything's okay. Yeah, just like get back <laughs> to me or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. And instead of just like more, because more becomes this <laughs> right. slippery, more slope. Is a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a dangerous place to be. Okay, so what would you say are the things that are fundamental to a relationship? Like the pieces. Man, I would say. To me, communication is paramount. Mm -hmm. But to me, communication is built on trust, honesty, and expect. Oh, water. It's nice. <laughs> communication is paramount. <laughs> Please continue. Let's gloss over that. Um, I think communication is paramount, but I think communication is built on a base of honesty and realistic expectations. That's a big one. That's I huge. That one's the, the one in the closet nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Because then people get in relationships and they don't define it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're in this circle with somebody you don't know how far that circle goes like do they want to be in an open relationship <clears throat> do they want like threesomes are they you know do they want like that's just the sex part mm -hmm. then do they want something professionally like to build a business or do nonprofit things together do they want to have their own hobbies or share hobbies together mm -hmm. and like people don't define that or how are they going to communicate some people are introverts yeah and then they like to be with extroverts because they're their opposite and they want that balance but at the same time like you gotta say on both sides like hey this is how much i want you to communicate with me and this is how much i can put in until it's fake or like you know i really want my own hobbies stay away from me from these things like i i appreciate that you like that i like i don't know crystals but then, because I like, I've done this with my relationships where it's been like toxic because I dove too far in with them right. and liked everything that they liked. But at the same time, they weren't able to communicate with me like, hey, I need my own hobbies or I need my own sacred thing or oh, I don't want to share everything with you. And it's like, that's totally fine. But like, communicate that expectation with me. Otherwise, I'm leading with my expectations. Right. Because I'm giving you with love i'm giving you what i would like the most well you're leading with the information that you have you're operating under the guise of all right this is what i'm thinking yeah yeah because you don't have any counter information you don't have anything to tell you that that is not 
100% what you should do. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, arguments aren't bad. No. It's, it's just defining another, you know, const, like, constraint or... Because you're, you're really, like, chipping away. It's like a like you're, like, an ice sculpture. You're, like, chipping away at each piece to define it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one big block. It's a blank slate. Until you've designed that with each other and set those expectations... Like, yeah, it can be helpful to be proactive about that communication and expectation. But at the same time, like, you can't think out every single problem. So one arises, one, what's your expectations? One, communicate it. (laughs) Two, bring awareness into yourself. Like, how am I showing up in the relationship? And three, communicate your expectations to your partner in a way that's not demeaning or, you know, (laughs) like belittling in a way that's saying like hey you're not good enough in this relationship or you're not doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and when you can come as a team and say like hey i want to be in this thing with you and not a but an and and saying let's do this thing together and this thing is not something i'm comfortable with yeah and you don't have to say you did this thing wrong because you're not trying to make either either person right or wrong in it. Mm-mm. And I don't know. Just I, I honestly I honestly see relationships as the hardest, most challenging, most complicated, easiest thing in the world. Do you? You know, they're yeah. they take work, they take openness, they take vulnerability, they take, you know, bearing your soul to that other person and saying, like, this is me. Mm-hmm. You know, are you comfortable with me? If I'm comfortable with you and you give me your real self and you, and I show you my real self, how can we then put them together? You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's a, there's a poem that I really like, excuse me, that I can't remember it exactly, of course, but it's like, it's something along the of like, I don't want to be able to light you up, right? I want you to be lit and me to be lit and then together uh, we can light the whole city. Exactly. Oh, and it's like two flames coming together. Right. You know what I mean? Because then the flame burns brighter than each individual flame by themselves. And when you come together, it's bigger than both of you. Right. And And it's, it's so important to be able to be your true self and know that you're getting your true self, their true self as well. Yeah. That way, when you come together, it's just pure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I guess like for me, like my big thing is like, I, I've been trying to work through this. I end up in very controlling relationships mm-hmm. um, and one, it, it comes from a background of like me being in a very controlling relationship in high school, like taking pictures of myself <laughs> to make sure I didn't look too good. Otherwise she'd have me change. And yeah, it was like that controlling in my relationship. Woof. And so, like, not talking to other girls, she asked me to change seats for assigned seating in high school, which was, like, a little weird and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I, I, I continue to end up in those relationships. So I'm trying to understand, like, I see where the connect comes from, from my history with her. And then also, like, you know, family owns a customer-facing business. You know, customers always right, or like the other, think about the other person or your employee. Right. So I'm constantly thinking about the other person in every relationship and trying to make them happy before I can make myself happy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I've worked a lot, a lot through that and I haven't been in a relationship for, you know, close to a year. And, uh, and so I guess my thing is, is like how to deal with controlling relationships. One, how can I reflect on it better? Mm -hmm. I'd love your personal advice for me. And then two, like what to do in a relationship that you may feel is controlling in a certain way. Cause like, for example, last relationship during COVID, I was sitting on two beanbag chairs on top of each other. So that way I had a seat for my eight hour days, eight to 10 hour days. And then I asked my girlfriend at the time, it was her apartment. I was like, Hey, I'd love to bring an office chair in your apartment. So that way I could have a spot to sit in and work on the kitchen counter and she goes no i don't want you to do that and and i didn't really understand because it was covid no one's coming to your apartment and her reason was that like she needs a reason but the reason was that it would destroy the zen of the apartment and it would make everything not flow as well and it'd be out of place hmm. And so she had a past history of being able to control things. So that's like right. her environment. And that was one thing made her feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess like one, how can I reflect on it? Two, what can I do? Did you it? ask her, okay, so what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> What'd she say? And she said, she basically said, you can sit on the beanbag chairs. Okay. Because, because, and then I said, so I said this, I said, well, my back really hurts while doing this. And she goes, well, you can go home every day and, and work from your place. Okay. And then I said, well, then I probably will not come over as much. And she got upset and she goes, well, I'd like you to be here every day. And I go, well, that sounds like we're in a predicament. <laughs> right. So what is your solution? <laughs> like, otherwise, I don't have a solution to sit here. Right. And then she she got to the point where she's like, if you can have a desk that folds up and goes away. And I was like, I'm not sitting on a folding chair either. Like, uh, right. No. I was like, I need an actual. And I have two herniated discs. It's not like, right. you know, I'm complaining because, oh, man, I haven't gotten up in a while or you know it was weird because like i was taking calls from the bathroom she'd take calls from the bathroom so that we'd be in different rooms for at the same time and um <clears throat> we just made it work but then i was like that's the one thing it's like we can put the chair in the corner or we can find we can or put it in the closet put it in the closet or put it in the bathroom like when we're not using the bathtub i don't know that was the i think that was really the thing that <laughs> Charlie broke camel's back. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly see it as you get to these impasses, and one of two things is going to happen: you're going to compromise, or you're going to settle. Right. So, are you going to compromise? You guys are going to meet in the middle, or are you going to settle for what that person wants? Yeah. You know. And it or sounds like, and you're done, or you walk away. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's always that nuclear option, but I think. I think you are so used to settling and you're so used to just saying like, yep, the customer's always right. You know, yeah. I'm going to make this person happy. So I will be in physical pain 
so that this person is happy, right? Yeah. That you let that go one, two, three, four, 12, 15, 20 times. Well, that's just the normal. And then it's the normal. Yeah. You know, you're used to, they're the boss. They wear the pants, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, there are some people who are into that and there are some people who are like, you know, it's fine, whatever. My wife runs the, the house or my husband is, you know, you know, he's kind of a dick, whatever. And it's like, well, no, they're, they're controlling. They are, yeah. that's absolutely not okay. Like they're not willing to compromise with you because they see themselves in a position that they can tell you yes or no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a choice. Yeah. Like you don't have a choice. I'm telling you no. Yeah. And you can figure it out and I'll tell you yes or no on that thing too. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's really funny that you say that because my coach said something similar in two ways. <clears throat> One, um, she's like, you're in a space basically it feels like around a bunch of like celebrities mm. and you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm just happy to be here and I'll do whatever you guys need me to do, but I'm just, I'm not really here. I'm just like helping you guys out. Right. She's like, create space for yourself. Just show up. Like, this is yours. Own it. I was like, damn, I was like, that's so right. And I like thought about it a lot. Um, and right, like, you're just happy to be at the dance, man. It's like, dude, get out there on the floor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then have fun with it. Yeah. Like you're here. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing was, is like, I, like when, when my choice left me, like the ability to choose what I can do instead of realizing that I had the choice of walking, I took that choice away from me. That was my own choice that nobody could take away from me, but I took it away from myself and um then i like lost myself i didn't even know who i was because i became codependent on her in the relationship mm. and i didn't even know who to be anymore. all right and you know what you do you know what is crazy and i think it's a very powerful statement is you don't have to have trust when you have control true that's the thing Cause it's, it's exactly, see, that's exactly it. And so I don't have to trust you. I control you. Yeah. I know what you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there are, dude, I know so many people in so many relationships that like, they don't realize that that's what it is. And see, that's you the know? thing like that I'm trying to undo now is because being controlled is associated with relationship to me mm. now because like my longest relationships have been aside from one shout out to Omni she's a great person never read that one please do and um she she helped me through a lot of stuff and she was very compassionate and um not controlling so I think in the other relationships it was like I need you to show up for me in the way I want you to show up. I'm not compromising for you in the right. way that you're asking. Um, or it was like overly asking where it was like, I, I just can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Like, I want to be in this thing with you, but I, I can't do what you're asking me to do. And so I think it's uh, and I, that's so powerful to me is being able to say like, I just can't do it. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, but I can't, we can find some other way, but I can't do it this way. Yeah, because then that's you like, again, like bearing yourself and saying like, like, look, this is me. This is where I am. I can't meet your expectations. I can't do what you're doing. 
However, I do want to do this thing with you. Are you willing to compromise and meet me in the middle? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And at that point, that person can either compromise me in the middle and they can tell you no. Yeah. You know? So they either they either shift and they give a little control and they give up, give up a little control, or they maintain their control and they double down on it and they say, No, you're gonna do it my way. Yeah. And at that point it kicks it back to you and it's like, Okay, are you gonna put up with that? Or Yeah. And, and it's like I honestly like we're making it sound like you should never do this. Like there are times in life when you need to pick your battles. Yeah, yeah and you gotta sacrifice. Right. And there's a little shit that you give up for this person or the you know this person or you know I mean it don't even have to be your your wife or your significant other. You know it can be someone at work. It can be you know you you give up a little bit here and there because it, it works out for you in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have to find your own line. Yeah. And you have to define your own space that you're comfortable with. Kind of like going back to the beginning of this relation, this talk about relationships is like there, there's that line between, you know, what's okay and what's acceptable and what's disrespectful, mm-hmm. you know? And I think by extension, you know, everything you've been saying about control and everything, to me, I think your level of trust and your level of respect is... I don't know if I want to say complimented or if it's accentuated or if it's defined by the actions you take. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, cause, cause if I respect you and I trust you and I'm honest with you, I don't need to control you. you know, yeah. Do whatever you want. You know, I, I expect you, you know, my expectation is that you would do things that are my wife hates this word, but commensurate <laughs> with what's that word mean commensurate means like on the same level with okay right, right? so yeah, i would expect you to do, do things on the same level of this relationship as i'm going to do things on the same level of this relationship right yeah. that's my expectation we're on an even playing field right yeah if i'm doing shit to build the business you're doing shit to build the business right if i'm with my wife i you know i'm going to treat my wife a certain way she's going to treat me the same way yeah you know what i'm saying we respect each other you know and your your actions dictate that right but if i'm disrespectful to her what can I expect besides her being disrespectful to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. You know, and that's like, then you have no space. I guess, I guess it's like, uh, you have no space to step into something better mm-hmm. or something that you really dream about. You only have things to step away from, if that makes sense, because you, you, you were pointing backwards at yeah. this point because you're disrespecting so you're like you know what i'm gonna disrespect you and now if we're gonna be on the same level on the same playing field i can only expect you to disrespect me and so now you're just gonna now you're just taking steps backwards out of the relationship and you're yeah. <laughs> it's like not saying goodbye but i'm just gonna walk backwards out the door <laughs> right i'm not leaving you're great i'm just walking not you, backwards yeah. outside the door. <laughs> i haven't turned my back on you yeah but i'm walking backwards you know and it, it's crazy too because like like up until this point we've been talking about the internal decisions that you make in a relationship right the respect mm-hmm. the you know from you to your partner and the communication and the, the stuff that you do but uh, you know it honestly it applies to the external factors too 100 percent Right. And so it's like, like I have, I don't want to call them expectations, but like there's, there are expectations, you know, like, like I don't go out and talk to other women. I don't expect my wife to go out and talk to other men. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's a certain level of it, you know? And it's like, like if let's say, but but I also think that you define that too, where like, 
I've been in relationships where it's like we can have sex with other people. Right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that and I know that. No one has the upper hand on that expectation. Right. And we've defined it. Yeah. Boom. That's what I'm saying. And that's why it goes back, everything goes back to that, you know, that pinnacle point of communication. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, the communication, risk expectations, trust, respect, all that goes into communication, you know, and it's like, like when we got married, it was, you know, we have these expectations, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put up with, you know, I call it foolishness or bullshit or whatever you want to call it, but I, I don't put up with no bullshit, you know, I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Was it funny? No, that's the way I said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like I just, dude, I just don't. I don't put up with no bullshit. I, I know you don't. I, <laughs> that was the other part. <laughs> but I just do that, and you know, it, it's crazy to me. Like, you know, I got buddies who like, like, oh yeah, you know, I was texting my ex or whatever, and I'm like, why? Like, well, you know, I just wanted to check in, and make sure she was okay. I'm like, nope, <laughs> not in my relationship, pal. Like, well, the other <laughs> thing is too, like. Sometimes I'm like straightforward with the girl I'm dating. I'm like, look, my ex and I are still friends. Yeah. Period. Nothing romantic behind it. If you see a text message from her or if she calls me, it's nothing more than that. Right. But you've outlined it and you've set that expectation. Yeah. You know? And I've not hidden it. Right. And I think that's when it's bad. That's the difference. Because if you can't bring it into the relationship, that means you can't even bring it to the level of acceptance for yourself right so you don't even approve yourself so you can't even talk about it with your partner no i agree completely completely because it's like to a certain level like let's say you had a kid with your ex yeah right and you're in a new relationship and it's like well obviously i have to communicate with the ex that's the mother <laughs> of my child <laughs> I, I i love my kid so i'm not gonna like just right I'm not gonna and that's the other thing like person, when people you know? when people tell their partner to drop their kid basically and not text their ex-wife or whatever it's absurd i'm just like do you know how the world works people are messy shit happens get over it yeah like <laughs> you're not the centerpiece of the world yeah and it's like you have to be understanding with how things work right yeah. like if they have a kid with somebody you know obviously they're gonna have to talk to that person obviously they're gonna have to raise that kid i mean it's their kid together mm -hmm. right so there's always going to be that level of communication, that level of openness, that level of X, Y, and Z is going to have to happen, you know? And, and as long as it's a civil and, you know, amicable relationship, that's cool. Now, are you going to be staying over at their house, sleeping in the same bed as her? But like, yeah, no, it's totally cool. We're friends. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, well, okay. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. It's you know, it's a little weird, you know, but if you're comfortable with it, Hey, do you, you know, uh, dude, <laughs> It's funny. So my my ex girlfriend. <laughs> it's a perfect segue into this conversation. Um, so she basically, I, I told her I was like, "Hey, one of my one of my best friends, Tion, it's like she's a girl, like, and sometimes we hang out. Mm -hmm. Like we're great friend friends. of both of us. She'll be on the show soon. Yeah, she will be. And I was like, just a heads up." I'm in a studio apartment and I don't really have space for like an air mattress. Is it okay if she just sleeps in my bed? We're not going to hook up. And she's like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, okay, then I'll just bring out an air mattress, whatever. And then I asked about Keenan. <laughs> I was like, Keenan, 
can he sleep in my bed? He's going to be coming over probably in the next month or so. And she's like, no, you can't do that. I don't want you sleeping with any of your friends. Like, doesn't matter, guy or girl. I'm like, okay, all right, that's a little weird. Because you're not, you're not gay. Yeah, and then, not even bi. So then she basically. So this is this is the best part. So then, she basically says, "Hey, I have a, a friend of mine coming over from Boston," and I remembered she hooked up with a girl from Boston, and I was like, "Is this the?" And she goes, "She's going to be sleeping at my place, and she'll sleep in the bed with me." I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I was like, is this your friend that you hooked up with and was dating for a while? She's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, didn't we just literally have the same conversation about me having no friends in my bed, (laughs) regardless if I've ever dated them or hooked up with them? Right. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that's just hypocritical. Yeah, it's not even on the same level. It kind of goes back to that. That's absurd. Yeah. I hate to say, I hate to say, but that's just stupid. Yeah, that's just what it is. And I, yeah, at that point, I realized realized this: it was her relationship and me showing up. Yeah, and it wasn't our relationship; it was right. her relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had expectations for you, and it didn't matter what your expectations were for her. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's entirely one sided. That's a controlling person. That's a, you know, I'm not trying to beat up on her or anything, but. That's just, that's someone it would be very tough to, to have a partnership with, you know, a relationship with someone like that. Sure. Yeah. But to have a partnership with. Yeah. That's tough. Man, we, we, we beat it out until Texas. I remember we got a pretty heated argument. I can't describe that. I probably have a podcast, um, <laughs> but uh, basically the next day I was like, you know, like we can, we can try to make it work. And um, I was like, we're, we're going to see a couple's therapist. And the whole day, I was like, can you fill out the paperwork before we do this? And nothing happened, nothing happened. We were both on meetings all day. And then lunchtime, she, she goes, hey, we have that meeting in an hour. I need you to fill out the paperwork. And I was like, can you fill it out? I'm, I'm on a call right now. Mm. And she goes, I just don't think we should have it. I'm done. I'm walking. You're right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe one day. More bourbon. More bourbon. <laughs> I could use more bourbon. I could do it. Maybe downstairs, actually. Let me grab it. Rochambeau. Okay. We're good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I was like, it didn't even start. <laughs> You grab me a water too. Yeah. <laughs> Sean is the best human being in the world, by the way. Just so you know. Yeah, I just honestly, I've been. It's been fucking with me, man. You know, because like you, you think of, you think of things, sort of through your own lens, or well, you look at things through your own lens. You think of things your own way. Yeah. And, a- you know, I just. Like, my relationship was tough in the beginning, man. Dude, it was. I'm doing this. I don't care. I'm going to judge it a little bit. Um, open it up. Okay. <laughs> Any yeah. whiskey experts out there, please let me know. That's the right thing to do. You're not wrong, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say it. <laughs> it's just not how I would do it. Dude, I mean, it was, it was, it, like, to be honest, it, on the out, 
sign looking up. Was tough. It was tough. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I would have rather gone through the, you know, two, maybe even three years of just fucking knockdown drag out fights that we had to now we're at the point where like everything is flourished out. Yeah. I know exactly what we're looking for in X, Y, and Z places. Yeah. You know, like there's no secrets. There's no, you know, our expectations are laid bare and you know, it's, it is what it is. And I, I really enjoy that because I know that no matter what happens, Lauren's got my back and I know no matter what I want to do, you know, we can talk about it. And, you know, if if we want to go about X, Y, and Z in a different way, you know, it's the conversation is always there and it's able to be had. Yeah. You know, and I'm a talker. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really good for me. And, you know, like, let's say you have two people who aren't really talkers, you know, you have to find a different way to be able to connect. Communicate. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's interesting too. Cause like some people have noticed, like do it over text message Yeah, and to get it all out. I noticed like the best way I can communicate with him mm-hmm. is a long text message. Yeah. And instead of like getting on the phone or anything, just send him something long so you can think about it. I can think about it. Each thing is reflected on. And it's not like you need an immediate response now. Right. But we're gonna work at work it out over time, and and to be honest, I think like you and Lauren had a lot of shit thrown at you early, yeah. <clears throat> like and it was like kind of it was front loaded, yeah, it was. <laughs> in a way that like now it's like well what's worse than that? Like we know we have each other, mm-hmm. and the worst thing we're gonna do is figure it out. The best thing we're gonna do is make it better. Yeah, and that's it. You know, and to me, like, if you're in a relationship and your goal is not to get better every single day, I don't understand why you're in a relationship. Yeah. That's so true. Because yeah. you get, it's kind of like, you got to grow with the person. Yeah. And I think when you stop growing with the person, because we as individuals constantly grow. That's mm-hmm. human beings. As like homo sapiens, like we're, we're meant to grow in a different way every single day. Right. And if we don't, just like our partners, we stop. And the, or we grow individually, and that's when we grow apart. When yeah. we stop growing together and we just grow individually, we grow apart naturally. Mm-hmm. That's what we How do. How did that happen in previous relationship? Yeah. What happened then? It honestly, like, it gets like with uh, my relationship right before Lauren, you know, it met in the gym all the you know the same type of hobbies and you know we're into the same stuff and it was great and everything and then you know you just start to develop on your own and you realize like okay well you know this person doesn't have to be here it's kind of like you know we were talking about like i want to be full and you want to be full but you never come together yeah you know you got to be able to be fulfilled and they got to be able to be fulfilled but then you got to be able to meet in the middle too yeah and if you can't meet in the middle then you're just going to grow apart it's like it's like three checklists instead of one. Yeah. 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 And you know, whenever we sort of realized that we were at the point where we, whenever, whenever we made the realization that we had grown, but not together and we had grown apart, mm-hmm. it honestly, like when that relationship ended, it felt like a relief, you know? And I know she felt the same way. Like we were literally like, I mean, yeah, it sucks and it's hard. And, you know, you're used to this person being here for so long and everything, but I know that she felt the same way as me and it was like, okay, cool. Like 
now I can move on. I've grown so much. Now I can see what this new growth and this new level is. Yeah. And move on from there. I'm smiling because it's kind of like your old identity. Like, I wouldn't want to be high school Austin, nor would I want to be college Austin right now. I don't think I could be college Sean. I think I would die. <laughs> yeah. My liver would be like, dude, am I a joke? I'm like, all right, we're quitting now. <laughs> am I a joke to you? Give me my two weeks. <laughs> this stops now. But that's the thing. Like, if we look at it like that through that lens, obviously we'd want to shed our relationship. Yeah. Because if we're not growing together, we'd obviously want to shed it because it's our old us yeah. and like every two four five years it's our old us we're gonna get rid of it mm. and dude i'm so so big on that concept of rebirth yeah that it, concept it of like honestly dude i'm one of the people like if you knew me a couple years ago you got to get to know me again yeah i'm that fucking different. So, so okay well, how do you why do you think our relationship stays the same me and you? Yeah. Or do we grow together? I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, <clears throat> so here, it's a little, <laughs> this is woo-woo-y. This is what? Woo-woo-y. Like, spiritual shit. He doesn't want woo-woo. <laughs> Fuck woo-woo is. <laughs> so woo-woo, like, I feel like I knew you more than I knew you when I met you. Yeah. Like, I, I knew you in a past life or some shit like that. I give you that. Yeah. That's basically what I mean by woo-woo. Yeah. Like, this is, like, out of our realm. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, a soul contract sign. Be like, hey, this is for life type shit. Yeah. This isn't one of those seasons or a reason. This is, like, this is your day one, like, starting in college. And it's just going to fucking go until, mm. till, like, for probably for life. Yeah. So one of us leaves this plane and, and goes to wherever we go. I don't know where we go. <laughs> Valhalla, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I agree. And I think, I think with you and me, no matter how far off what we, the other would consider normal or even acceptable, I think we still understand each other. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've never felt like I can't be completely open with you. Yeah. Like, I can tell you some dumb shit. And you're like, yeah, that's not for me. But you, you can have your cake and eat too. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I can, you know, you know, you can do buck wild shit. I can do buck wild shit. We can both do plain shit too. And it's just like, yeah, man, that's cool. You know. Yeah. And it's like I know. I know when you leave my home. I will have nothing but good things to say about you. And I know when I leave your home, you will have nothing but good things to say about me. Oh, for sure. You know? <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's almost like that complete trust in the other person, you know? Yeah. Oh, and it's like, sure. when, when you have that trust, it's very easy to, you know, grow and develop together. 